Well, hi there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher and you. This is your show where we uh, introduce the topics and you take it away the Take Two way. And so if you're listening right now, just stop what you're doing, put down the um, the sandwich maybe you're eating at lunch or, or take a break from work or, you know, something that you're doing with your to-do list and just put it aside for a few minutes. And when Jerry introduces the topic, I think you may have something to say about it. So you got to call in. Don't wait till the end of the show because we learn from you. Right, Jer? That's right. Yeah, we're talking today about from grieving to grateful. Has there been a time in your life when you lost a loved one? Now, it happens to all of us, so I'll bet it has happened to you, the Take-Two family. You were in the grieving process. Maybe you're still grieving somebody, but, you know, you sort of eventually came to a place where, you know, the, the sun started to shine again a little bit, and you said, you know what? I am so grateful to God for having known grandma so-and-so or my spouse or a child or a dear friend. Mm -hmm. So if you went, maybe you, like you said, spent some time in the grieving process, but you've come now to realize how blessed, what a great gift it was to have that person in your life. And now you're grateful. Tell us about this because there are a lot of people still mourning and grieving the loss of loved ones. And when you share how you have come to a place of maybe not being completely out of the grief process, but still you've come to a place where you just say, God, I am so thankful thankful to you that this person was in my life. Mm -hmm. Who would that be for you? 833-288-EWTN. 833-288-3986. So that is the number that Jerry just gave, and I'll give it again. 833-288-3986. But I really loved how Jerry presented it, because when we uh, do our life coaching ministry, and, uh, and you can find us at Stand talltoday.com uh, we a lot of people come to us and they are stuck in grief right Jerry they're stuck in grief and it's and it that's a that can be you know everybody grieves at a different pace it you know we you can never like say well you should be over this in a year or in a couple years or in a couple months that's just not true each person um, processes it differently but if you get stuck in grief you never get to that next level and so that's what we're talking about today grieving to grateful, okay? So how did you make that shift? How did you make that growth um, and, that, and that enlightenment and that understanding that comes through real sadness of loss, any type of loss? You know, maybe you, you went through a, a, a divorce or something of that nature, you know, and, and you have to grieve that. And, and, or how about your kids walked away from the family and, and all of a sudden you're estranged from your children. The, there's a grief process that happens there as well. It can, and it could happen with friends. It could happen with your job. I know a person that worked at a job for, uh, they loved their job, Jerry, loved it and they got laid off. Mm -hmm. And they went through such a grief process. But then the gratefulness kicked in. You know why, Jerry? Because they got into a hobby that they loved mm -hmm. and they turned it into a business. And so you see wow. how things can can change? Yeah. All right. Well, we all, like I said, we all have losses of loved ones, family members, friends, co-workers, neighbors. Maybe um, you have experienced this and have been through the grieving process. Perhaps you are still in that place right now. Like Debbie said, you know, there's no one size fits all cookie cutter timeline for grieving or whatever but how have you come to really uh, you know kind of take a, a pause a deep breath and gratitude has kind of washed over you you said you know what i'm so 
sorry that I lost this person in my life, but you know what? What a gift he or she was to me. Thank you, God. Total gratitude that you're really, really grateful for having known and really been able to love that person and been able to receive their love. 833-288-3986. Uh, we have a couple of phone lines still open. I would really, I, I would say if you want to share on this topic, call right now. Lines are mm-hmm. open. It's the best time to get on the program, and you'll get in that first group of uh, callers on the line at 833-288-3986. From grieving to grateful, that's the topic today. Think about it for a moment. And like I said, put down that lunch. Or if, if you're um, in, in, in California, okay, maybe... Maybe you're having a late breakfast. Put that aside and make the phone call, 833-288-3986. We're in all different time zones. Actually, we're broadcasting all over the world. So maybe you're in the UK and you can call in, 833-288-3986. Well, there's just a lot of people that I could list that this has been the case for me, and I'm sure you can, uh, Debbie, as well. And what about you, Take-Two family? You are the ones who drive the show. You make it what it is each and every day. You can uh, use that phone number to call in, or you can send us an email at take-two at EWTN.com. The, the number two or the word two, T-W-O spelled out, either of those will work. Um, mm-hmm. You can post on the show website, take2show.com, and we're waving at those of you watching the video stream on YouTube or Facebook. You can uh, get your chats and comments going there as well. Uh, the number again is 833-288-3986. If you do post on social media, Michael McCall will get those to us. Ace McKay is our producer. Matt Gubensky is on the phones today, and right. we are looking at those phones just light up here. It's going to be, I think, a really, I think it's going to be a beautiful conversation today. We always have a great conversation with the Take-Two family. You guys are awesome. We love you so very much. Fill that last phone line. Jerry always likes when we go to the first break, right, Jerry? Mm -hmm. And we have all those lines filled. So fill that last phone line, 833-288-3986. Somebody will pick it up if they have that that, that tug in their spirit, Jerry. They just have to say yes and pick up the phone. We're very Mm -hmm. friendly. Well, it is a friendly environment. It's a safe environment. And we do see a lot of you have been screened already. We will uh, get to our first break, a quick pause here in just a moment, and then we'll allow you to share. This is really kind of a chance for you to really tell the world about someone beautiful in your life. Uh, They've gone home to the Lord, good Lord willing. They've gone to heaven to be with Jesus. And uh, you've been through that grieving process, maybe still in the midst of that, maybe sort of coming out of that. Maybe it's, Mm -hmm. maybe it never ends. Talk about that. You know, maybe you lost somebody 20, 30 years ago, and there's still that ache in your heart, that, that hole in your heart that was left with their passing. But you have come to a place of really deep, deep gratitude. You appreciate them uh, maybe even more than when they were living. You know, sometimes that happens. You know, we look back on uh, the friends that we have had and the family members, and sometimes we go, you know, I didn't really appreciate that person as much as maybe I should have, but now for the rest of my life, I'm going to Mm -hmm. have that gratitude for having known them and loved them. So here's the number. That last open phone line could be yours, 833-288-3986. And remember, we always pray for the souls in purgatory. We pray for all souls that have departed. Always remember to pray for your loved ones. Okay, when we come back, we'll go to the phones, and we've got uh, so many of you ready to go to be on air with us. Grieving to Grateful, that's the topic today on Take Two. Please join us.
Wow, a lot of you have uh, some things on your heart that you want to share. From grieving to grateful is our topic today. Talking about someone whose loss you grieved and might still be going through that, but you have come to a place of deep gratitude for having known and loved them and vice versa. 833-288-3986. The EWTN Pro-Life Pulse is your weekly recap of the top pro-life headlines moving our nation and world that the mainstream media missed. Visit EWTNnews.com slash pro-life and sign up today and stay connected with EWTN's Mm Pro-Life Pulse. Very nice. Okay, Martina is up first here on Take Two. And Martina is in North Dakota on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Martina. Tell us about Grieving to Grateful. Hi. Thank you for having my my call today. It was like the Lord was answering a prayer when I turned on my radio and I heard you guys because I was just talking to um, a friend of mine. My grandfather had just passed away earlier this month. Hmm. And he was a very devout Catholic. Um, Out of all four of his children, unfortunately, they all fell away from the faith. And when my grandmother passed away back in 2021, I was the only one to be a participating um, member of the church. And so it was really hard for me to see that, um, that none of their children had been participating or even active members. They've all kind of fallen away from the church. Well, when my grandpa passed... Um, I just, I was so grateful I stood up and I just shared what a testimony his faith was because he was an active member of the church and he was um, the founding member of the Knights of Columbus there. And he just, he was just always very dedicated in his faith and it just was such an inspiration that he loved the Lord so very much all the way to the end. And I just, I'm so grateful because I feel like my prayers have been answered. My um, my mom has had a reversion mm-hmm. wow. to the faith, and I'm just so grateful that um, both her and my dad have come back. So I just wanted to share that, um, you know, our prayers are answered, and, it, you know, we, we continue to pray for all the souls in purgatory, but never to lose hope in our loved ones um, that have fallen away from the faith. And I also wanted to um, share that my uncle really has a hard time with grieving and um, that, you know, during during the loss of a parent, it's just so heartbreaking and the loss of any loved one is heartbreaking. But to know that, you know, our faith is so important and when we don't have faith, it's just such a difficult journey to, ha- to live our lives um, with hope and with love and just to the fullness. And I just, I pray for, for him in this journey as he grieves the loss of both of his parents. Hmm. Well, a lot of great news mixed in with that, Martina. Thank you so much for sharing that. Would you mind, yeah, we, we have a, the prayer book. I know Debbie has prayer book in front of her and pen in hand. Mm-hmm. We'd love to put your grandfather's first name in there and any other, you know, first Amen. names of anybody else you want, especially mm-hmm. remembered by the Take-Two family around the world. If you don't want to give first names, we'll put them in there just generically. But um, we want to join you and the whole Take-Two family would in praying for your grandfather's soul and all of your family. Yes, absolutely. I would do that. Sure. Okay. Yep, and his name is Lynn, and his wife's name was Darlene. Okay, Lynn and Darlene. Mm, Darlene, got it. And I've got your whole family in there, Martina, and, and just because we pray around the clock. But what a beautiful, what a beautiful journey and and testament. And also, I love how you said, you know, we never we never give up, we never lose hope. Our prayers are effective. They do. 
they absolutely are powerful. And I love that. You know, that's one of the reasons why we do this show. Jerry and I talk about it all the time. It's to build confidence in God. What do you say to that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love Beautiful. It. Well, you've got some things to pray for, Martina. So do we. We're, we're going to be praying with you. And we thank you for joining us here on this program today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you, 833-288-3986. From grieving to gratitude, talking today about uh, having grieved a loss, but being so very, very grateful for the life lived by that person, as you recall him or her. 833-288-3986. Nancy is outside of Boston listening on the Station of the Cross today. Hello, Nancy. Hello. Um, thank you for taking my call. Sure. On uh, January the um, 12th of this year, my five-year-old grandson and my daughter and son-in-law's only child was killed in an accident. Mm-hmm. I am a, um, I have um, 14 years of bereavement uh, counseling experience, and I knew that I needed help. So what I did was I went to Mass twice a day. I've been um, going before the Blessed Sacrament for hours and just crying. I, I um, also uh, took on a counselor myself. Mm-hmm. And by the grace of God, I have come to gratitude and surrender uh, and acceptance. Um, and there were a couple of things that, that um, helped me with this. My uh, four-year-old uh, granddaughter from another child, uh, said to me, um, I, I, when I asked her how she was dealing with my uh, grandson's death, she said, I'm, 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 I, his time on, life, on earth was way too short, but please remember you have the three of us. So that mm-hmm. really made me think of gratitude. And then Valentine's Day came, and I felt uh, moved to, um, I made a Valentine box myself actually Hmm. it was one of these boxes oh maybe eight inches ten inches wide and the lid comes off and I put smaller hearts in it of all the experiences and memories I had of my grandson in this box I brought it to my daughter's just to show it to her and she actually asked us to have this box Mm -hmm. so um, between the comment of my granddaughter all the time I spent before God just saying, I, I surrender and um, I have such gratitude because I spent two days a week for five years with this uh, grandson that, that died. So um, we all handle our grief in different ways, but um, I do feel that um, God has brought me to a better place. For the first time about a week ago, I smiled. Mm. Oh, praise mm. God. Praise God for that, Nancy. Yeah, I do have the prayer book yeah. out, Nancy. Do you feel comfortable giving us your daughter and son-in-law and your, uh, their first names? If you don't, that's okay. Or that your grandson's first name? My grandson's first name is um, Anthony. Oh, and, beautiful. And his parents are Liz and Kale. Liz and Kale. How are they doing, Nancy? Well, they're still bawling in tears, not all the time. Um, I, I pray every day that um, their grief doesn't overwhelm them and that they can remain uh, healthy in body, mind, and, and spirit, mm-hmm. um, uh, th- and that their love for each other and for their son continues to give them strength. And I ask for a comfort from our mother of the afflicted, that they can be consoled, come to acceptance, and um, ultimately um, that they can um, be at peace. Right, right. And of co- are, they, are they people of faith, Nancy? 
Yes, they are. Okay, good. So they have little Anthony mm-hmm. as an intercessor for the whole entire family. Pretty cool. He's probably uh, standing beside uh, the, the well-known St. Anthony. What do you say to that? I, I agree with you. Um, he um, was named for that saint. Oh, beautiful. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be joining you in prayer, Nancy. And, and just the fact, like, you you'd use three important words, gratitude, surrender, and acceptance. Not easy to get there, but with God's grace. And like you said, you were really just uh, leaning into God in prayer with the masses and the adoration and all of that. And God's grace has finally brought you to this place. You're in a, you're in a beautiful place, even though the, the grief is probably still there. And we're going to continue to pray for everybody involved. Okay, mm-hmm. Nancy? I'm always on the verge of tears, but I'm yeah. but I'm also uh, at a place of of acceptance. Sure. Right, right. Well, you're staying close to God. It's that's very important during this time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Nancy, for the call. We pre- it's Thank not you, they're Nancy. not mutually exclusive. You know, you can be mm-hmm. at a place of surrender and gratitude yeah. and acceptance, and still the tears flow. Um, yeah. That's that's exactly right. Did you uh, want to share, Jennifer? This is so um, uh, pr- it's right in line with how we process grieving on YouTube. Yeah, Jennifer, watching on YouTube, grief is something that begins at the time of the loss and continues until our death. The hope we have as Catholics is that death is not the end, and we can pray to, for, and with our loved ones. Yeah. Very true. That is beautifully written. Wow, Jennifer, thank you so much on YouTube. We're waving to you, Jennifer. And then we also have other comments coming in on social media. Michael McCall's doing a great job. Um, Valerie said, um, I will always grieve the loss of my mom, uh, my mommy, who passed just five months ago. I love how you call her mommy. I, I did the same thing. I grieve every day throughout the day. Prevents me from sleeping, too. I'll never have another mom. See, I'm going to start to cry. I'll never never have another mommy. I miss her. I, I so agree with you, Valerie. We don't, I, sometimes I think we don't appreciate, well, I'm sure you did, and, but I, sometimes, don't you feel, Jerry, sometimes we don't appreciate moms and dads until they're gone. And then we all of a sudden realize how much we, we needed them. We leaned on them. We wanted to talk to them. We wanted to hear their voice again. Valerie, we're with you in that. And we're so sorry um, for the loss of your mom five months ago. Um, I put you in the prayer book. When you say that's true, Jerry, when our parents yeah. are alive, we just kind of expect them always to be there, you know? Well, I think there's sort of this cycle that we go through, obviously, as children, you know, they're, they, they walk on water, you know, we need mommy and daddy, and we love mm-hmm. them so much. Then we go through that stage in life where they don't know anything, and we know it all, and we don't need them. And then you go through your adult period, and finally, hopefully, while they're still living, you come to realize what gems they are in our lives. And, you know, mm-hmm. after they pass away, sometimes it's then that we realize that. But, but Valerie, it sounds like you had a beautiful relationship with yes. your mommy, and we'll be praying for her uh, and for you, Valerie, as well. So thanks for weighing in. And you just have to imagine the good Lord is letting your mom, Valerie, um, hear and see this beautiful broadcast. I mean, this is this is why we do it, because EWTN is allowing this worldwide pr- platform for all of us to come together as the body of Christ, the lay faithful, and share our experiences. And that includes everything. That includes loss. That includes rejoicing. That includes being grateful. That includes grieving. That includes everything. And that's the beauty of this show. So thank you for, for giving us your hearts today. Today. All right, here's the phone number for that open line, 833-288-3986. Our topic today on Take Two is from grieving to grateful. Have you grieved the loss of someone and then come to a place of 
you know, maybe not the grief ending, but just realizing, wow, I am so grateful for that person having been in my life. If that's described somebody that you knew who has gone on to the Lord, please call and share that with us at 833-288-3986. We'll go to San Antonio next. Gina, listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hello, Gina. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me on. You're welcome. Um, so in uh, December of 2024, on Christmas Day, I lost my grandmother. Um, she immigrated here from Cameroon. She had eight children, and um, she was just such an amazing woman. Um, she couldn't read or write um, because um, she was born in a time where women were not able to, but she just spread God love to everyone. She came here to America to take care of me. I'm her granddaughter and um, my other uh, cousins. And even though she couldn't read or write the Bible, she would wake up every morning singing praises of him. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we would help her, she would just say, God bless you. Thank you so much. People who don't have kids, you know, they're missing out because look at what my kids are doing for me. Um, she was just such a remarkable woman, and um, I will I will miss her a lot. I just thank God that um, he allowed me to have such a remarkable grandmother, a woman that um, just loved the Lord dearly. Um, I always think of the verse that says, um, they shall know us by our love, mm-hmm. and that was exactly my grandmother. Um, like I said, she couldn't read. She couldn't write, but she, like, her love for the Lord was tangible, and I just hope that I would emulate that and Mm -hmm. um, just be the hands and feet of Christ like she was everywhere. It's so interesting you said that you want to emulate that, Gina. I just have to tell you, as you started to speak, you didn't even tell us yet that it was your grandmother. You just started to speak, and I thought to myself— this this wonderful person on the other side of the of the phone that's you um, has a real depth. So I I have a feeling you act like your grandmother. Am I right? Have other family members say, have they said that or are you there's some there's some deeper personality connection between you and your grandmother? Yeah, I would say that I work in healthcare and mm-hmm. um, whenever I help a patient, um, I just feel like that's me acting like my grandmother i'm always told that like um i'm very caring you know thankfully people think that um but yeah yeah, you can hear it it, yeah gina you can hear it in your voice it comes through loud and clear right jerry it comes through loud and clear Mm -hmm. i mean it's so it's so evident that you are and what a beautiful legacy so can you imagine if, 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 if it is true that the good Lord is allowing your grandmother, and we're sorry for your loss because it sounds like she was just a remarkable woman, but can you imagine how proud she is? She's there right ne- next to our Lord going, that's my granddaughter. And the legacy that is left, I always think about that. It's so powerful. Did, can you give us her first name, Gina? Yes, her name was Francisca. Mm, love it. Love it. Wow, and she immigrated from Cameroon. That's a long way to raise a family. That's amazing. She sounds like a powerhouse of a grandmother. What do you say, Jer? No, I say amen to all of that, Gina. What an impact she had on your life and, and the lives of many other people as well. 
And uh, yeah, just a beautiful, these are beautiful stories that we're hearing today on the program. Uh, as we talked about it early in the broadcast, you know, every show here is impactful and beautiful, but some of them, uh, you know, really kind of tug on the heartstrings a little bit more than others. And that's what's happening today with your call at 833-288-3986. Looking back on someone that you miss, they have passed away, uh, the grieving process, but you're grateful now. We're talking about from grieving to grateful. Who is that person who was in your life that you're really grateful for to have known who has passed on to their reward 833-288-3986 we know you can think of somebody and you can have that open phone line that's waiting just for you right now on take two with jerry and debbie Pledge drives are getting started all around the country. Our friends in Central Texas need to hear from you next week. Armor of God Catholic Radio is airing their spring pledge drive. And that's next week. Um, so if you're listening either on any of their stations serving Kepner, Cameron, and Temple, Texas, or anywhere, please support our EWTN Catholic radio station. When your local Catholic radio station comes to you and says it's spring and we're listener-supported, please give generously. You know, it's it, Catholic radio is God's megaphone. It, it, it Really, it's the way that God is using technology. We know that. Look at Blessed Carlo Acutis. He said it's going to be by means of technology that it's going to reach all of us, uh, the message, the gospel message. So please give generously and, of course, to EWTN as well. Thanks, you guys. Okay. Back to your calls from grieving to grateful. Mercedes in Salt Lake City, Utah, watching the video stream on YouTube today. Hi, Mercedes. Good to have you watching. Welcome. Thanks for calling. Well, thank you so much, Debbie and Jerry, for having me on. I have a question. I lost my pet two days ago, and, well, I don't want to cry, but this is the thing. He lived with us for six years, and he has seizures, and he has a history with a lot of problems. You know, he has an amputation, and lately the seizures, they were the worst of the worst, and kidney problems. So the veterinarian tells eventually he's going to die. But when he died two days ago, I noticed the night before he really didn't want to to leave us. He he was mm -hmm. like a very loving with us. I don't know if he sensed that that it was coming up. And you know when that happened, I noticed, and my children noticed that something was off. So on Tuesday when he he died, I believe that the Lord do things because I couldn't sleep when he was early in the morning on Tuesday, agonizing. And I was with him, and I never let him, but he didn't want to just leave or go to his cage. He, he was constantly with me, and I tell my son. So when my daughter left for work, we were there with him. And he had a very, very traumatizing and agonizing um, transition, but I was putting holy water on him. And an anointing oil. So, and I was praying inside myself to tell the Lord, take it. I accept him that you take it, but make sure that he has a short time, that he don't suffer that much. My question is, 
I was happy that he's right now free of pain. Mm-hmm. But the traumatizing transition, my question it is, because the grieving that I have and my son too and my daughter is very, very difficult. So my question it is, it is a purpose behind when a pest have such a difficult two hours before he left his body. It is a purpose behind because it was, you know, we are free. We know that he is not in pain. But my question it is, why he have such agonizing time? It is a purpose behind it. That it is my question. Behind, you're talking about the suffering that he went the through? Struggle. Mercedes? Yes. The yes. struggle, yes. the transition. Yeah. Everything on my pain, mm-hmm. on my best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God alone knows the answer to that, Mercedes, but that is a very sacred time, you know, the end of life for any of us. And, you know, um, God in his providence, like I say, known only to him alone, mm-hmm. allowed, I, I think you said your dad, to go through some of these health issues. You were you were right there. Uh, thanks be to God. You did a lot of beautiful things with the holy water and the blessed oil. And I know prayers were going nonstop for him. But like you said, you know, he, he's certainly out of the pain that he was experiencing in this in this life here on this earth. And we can rejoice over that. And certainly we will pray for the repose of his soul. Um, I, I don't know if, Mercedes, if you want to give us uh, your father's first name. You know, I'm sure Debbie will, one way or another, will put him in our prayer book. But did you want to give a first name? Yes, yes. It, it, I want to clarify. It wasn't my father. It was my best, my best. Oh, okay. It was my best. Yeah. His name is Ruby. Ruby, his name. Okay. Mm. Okay. So... Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting, any type of of death that that occurs, there's all different circumstances. Uh, And so sometimes people will say, well, I witnessed a a death and, and, you know, it it went this way, it was it was peaceful, it was very quick, it was, you know, it seemed it seemed so uh, seamless. And then others, it would it it seems like a little bit more difficult. And I just think that it it, you can't we can't um, put them all in, in one, in one type of path. It's, 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 I think it's very individual. It has every single, um, every single creature, right. will 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 deal with death, um, differently. So I don't know if that helps Mercedes, but I mean, it's not, it's not like a, you know, you can't really predict how, how somebody, how, how somebody leaves, you know? Yes, that's true. Yeah. I it does, it does help me because uh, I, I, I wasn't expecting that it happened. And it happened, you know, in those two hours. So, but when it happened, I was, you know, glad that the pain stopped. But at the same time, I was thinking, wow, why does, why he has to experience so much pain at the end? So, mm-hmm. but at, like the Jerry say, it's very, you know, it's very spiritual our transition, how we go from this light to the other. So when the Lord wanted this thing happen, you know, mm-hmm. it was Christ, you know, he, he suffered so much before for all of us. So mm-hmm. I believe that, mm-hmm. you know, he mm-hmm. chose the things be like that. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. for appreciating more for us with him. When that happened, my mm-hmm. son too. So, yeah, it's, it's 
Well, this just happened a couple of days ago, and we're so sorry for your loss. And it, it sounds like you talking about it and you talking about it with family. That's a very that's a very good thing to constantly talk about it. And also, if there's any any type of support around you in order to process this is so so new and so so raw that you know give yourself some time to process through you know uh, because it's it's tough. And just know that there's prayers all around you. How how were you related? Uh, with my pet, yeah. I was having him for six years when he came into the house, you know, uh, yeah. he was nine months and I was, I was, you know, all the time in the house, he was always with me, you okay. know, I was treating like a baby. So mm -hmm. we were very, very close and, you know, my pet, you know, we have a checkout regularly with a veterinarian. So he have a, he was very spoiled. He have everything, you know. My mm -hmm. kids love him very much. So I think he have it, the life that he have it with us. He was a very easy and happy. Mm -hmm. But you know, mm -hmm. I said that I didn't want to let it go. But when I said that, I said, you know what, Father Pio, I remember that he tried. You know, I learned from him. You know that he tried to help. But when he said that the woman is, he was leaving. He led it to the will of God. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was sad in that moment, you know, like the Father Pio. I say, yeah. okay, I surrender yeah. to you, Christ, because this is not what I want, but mm -hmm. it's what you want. If you mm -hmm. choose that, I accept him. But it was traumatizing to see the transition from mm -hmm. what oh. he went through. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we'll keep you in our prayers, Mercedes. Mm -hmm. And thank you. Thanks so much for, I was going to say, listening. You're actually watching the show on YouTube, mm -hmm. along with many other people there. Mercedes, thank you very much for being part of our conversation today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Mm -hmm. But you know, about, any type yeah. of loss, whether mm -hmm. it's a loss of a loved one, a friend, a pet, uh, something that we really feel close to, when we lose, when we lose um, something it is it is painful and and we have to address that and talking about it is sure. as part of that for the grieving process amen amen mm -hmm. all right ida is in cicero new york listening on the ewtn app hi ida thanks for waiting patiently welcome hi hi debbie and jerry i hi, love ida. your show Thank i listen you. almost every day oh, <laughs> oh, we I love you too you Oh, I called you last year. I think it was last April because my daughter had come back from Nevada and we were trying to find a, an apartment for her and it wasn't going well. So you gave me great advice about um, praying to St. Joseph to help us. And within a couple of months, she found a place. So that prayer was answered and I'm thankful for that. Um, but my comfort now is that my my son, my mother and my husband are not suffering anymore. So it's, it's been five years in January that my husband passed away, and he was very sick and suffering quite a bit. And then my mother was a month later after him in February of 2019. My son, it'll be six years in May from kidney cancer. Mm -hmm. And all of them had a strong faith, and I thought I had a strong faith, but my faith has grown over the years, studying scriptures, taking on the daily rosaries, uh, the Daily Divine Mercy Chaplet, um, doing Bible studies, getting more involved in my parish. So th those are the gifts that came to me. But mm -hmm. the blessing was that I got to be with them right up to the end. Mm -hmm. And they were both, all three were so brave at the end of their lives. They were ready. And uh, I don't know how I did it <laughs> mm -hmm. with God, you know, 
that gave me strength. And um, and I'm as I told the call screener, I said if it was before just before COVID hit, if COVID had hit and they were all sick and suffering and I wouldn't have been able to be with them the way the you know, the pandemic was and nobody was allowed in or anything like that. So I was so grateful to have been with them right up mm-hmm. to the end. Absolutely. And I mean, it's a long story. I can say that my husband and I had lived in Massachusetts for about 28 years, and I could see the writing on the wall that he was failing, you know, each day. And we were able to move back to this area where we're originally from. And I got three and a half wonderful years with my mom. My husband and his son um, reconnected and became more friends than father and son. So there were a lot of gifts that we received in that three and a half years. And then I've had a great support system. My little brother, my little I call him my little brother. He's 61, my baby brother. He's been a great support. Uh, I have wonderful friends and family, and I'm just so blessed. I'm blessed to have had them in my life. They were, all three were beautiful, faithful mm-hmm. people. That's a, that's a great gift right there, and, and to be with them at the end of their lives, like you said, the timing, uh, had it been any later for one or both, two or three, all three of them, you know, you may not have been able to be with them, Ida, so mm-hmm. that's it's beautiful, and, and what it's done for your faith life, and the thing is, you know, when we lose loved ones, our heart is going to go somewhere, in one direction or another, which direction it goes is really dependent upon how we react and respond, especially to the grace that right. God gives you, and t- to hear you talk about your faith and how strong that faith faith is and their faith and how strong that faith was there's no consolation like knowing even though you you miss somebody you grieve but there's no consolation like knowing they were ready to die and meet the lord mm-hmm. um uh, apart from that to, that assurance um you know it could it could make the process of dealing with their loss even more difficult but it's it's it just brings that i think a little, little bit of a deeper consolation that's my my thought on it anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's you're so deep in your faith, Ida, that they're alive now more than ever. That when they were walking on this earth, so so you having that deep um, spirituality that only brings you even closer to your loved ones. I mean, so I I take comfort in that all the time. Every time I go to mass, I think of my mom at, at the uh, at the consecration. I mean, we are the closest we could ever be because heaven and earth meet and. And it is such a precious, intimate time. And I'm sure you've experienced that through the prayers that you pray, like Divine Mercy and other prayers. I just, I love that about you because you've, you've grasped it at a, such a high, um, like mystical level. And I, I think that is wonderful. Um, any final comments? I have, well, I actually have a personal, I just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Is, are you by any chance Italian descent? Oh, yes, Sicilian. I, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I say that is I have so many Ida's in my family. I don't know if I've ever told you that the last time you called, but there's so many. And, and I just, as you called, I just it made me think of all my family members. So, well, well, um, so glad that you called back. But, but why don't you just um, share any final comments? I'd just like to give you the, the three names of them and, and have you put them in your beautiful prayer book sure. that you have. Mm-hmm. And um, so Richard is my husband's name. Uh, my mother is Florence, and she was actually born in Italy and came mm-hmm. here when she was two years old with my grandparents. Nice. And then my son's name was Angelo. Oh, and just three beautiful people. But, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I, of course, I miss them a lot, but I have so many good memories. I just dreamt about my husband a couple of days ago, and, and I don't dream about him very often. But he was standing in the doorway of the bedroom, and he was he was walking because he couldn't walk towards the end. He was walking, and he kind of ran in, got in the bed with me, and started hugging me. And then I woke up. <laughs> but it was it was sweet. Yeah, yeah sounds yeah. like it. That is special little gift from God. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Ida. God bless you. Wow. Wow, to lose three people like that in a short period of time. Mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. God has really been at work in Ida's heart. And thanks be to God, like she said, they were all ready to go home, Debbie. So that's beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Did you want to share about Bear Wozniak? Sure, yeah, I'd love okay. to. Yeah, um, Bear Wozniak talks with Pat Flynn about Pat's book, The Best Argument for God. Oh, that's nice. on the Bear Wozniak Adventure, Saturday, 6 Eastern time in the evening right here on EWTN Radio. Mm-hmm. Okay, Maria is up next in Denver, Colorado, on Catholic Radio Network. Hi, Maria. Hi. Go right um, ahead. Well, thank you. Well, I just wanted to share uh, my testimony because I know that uh, a lot of people could benefit from it. Uh, I lost my father a while ago, about 15 years ago, and he was one of my pillars in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was really um, not in the right spot. Um, I was mourning him for the longest time. For, But one day I had a big grace from God. I had a dream where my father approached me. Um, part of his clothes were white as as something that cannot be seen here. And the other part was his pants. He, they were black pants. Um, but he just sat next to me, and, and I was crying. And he, he asked me why I was crying, and I said, well, because you're dead. And he said, okay, you need to calm down, because if you don't calm down, I cannot tell you what I have to tell you. And so I calmed down, and he said, uh, I am here. I am with you. The fact that you don't see me doesn't mean that I am not with you. And then I woke up. Well, my husband woke me up. (laughs) But the thing is, I started thinking about this great grace. And what I came to the um, conclusion was that we are never really linked. Uh, We are always really linked to our family members through the love that we share, that we have for them, Uh, that God is loved, love and and. And through Him, there are no uh, limits to where we can get to that with that love that we have for our uh, beloved. Uh, so I think that's something that's important for me to share, even though it's, it's very personal. But I wanted to share it so that others can be comforted as well, because I know that God has very good plans for us. And even though He sees that we suffer, uh, He really is doing what he needs to do, and it's all uh, because of the love that he has for us and the great plan that he has for us. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Maria, do you feel comfortable giving us your dad's first name? Uh, his first name is Armand. Armand. Beautiful. I put a, I put your whole family in the book. Um, but I, I just love what you what you shared, and I just think it's important that we... I've always said this for years ago. I said it when I had I started my second bout of cancer. I, I started meditating on heaven, and it was the most peaceful, 
uh, experience. And I, I so, I'm so grateful to God that he allowed me to, this, that, that beautiful time to do that. And it's, and it's similar to what you're saying, Maria, and, and the, and the, the great gift that God had given you with the encounter with your dad. And I just feel like we don't do enough of that. I don't hear it a lot anymore. When I was younger, we used to hear a lot about heaven and we don't hear that much anymore. And I wish, I, I wish we would. What do you say to that, Jerry? No, I agree. I, I think you're spot on there, as you usually are. And I just think, Maria, you know, this grace that God gave you, you know, is really a special gift. And like you, uh, your father was explaining to you in that, that experience, that dream that you had of him, you know, he is he's really more with you now than he ever was before. And I think mm-hmm. that's something we need to keep in mind is, you know, I was watching, I was going through some videos on YouTube the other day and I encountered this one who was, it was kind of an anti-Catholic video and this uh, this presenter was talking about how, you know, well, Catholics are wrong because they pray to, pray to dead people, mm-hmm. you know? And the, the whole point is, you know, people are more alive when they're with God than they are even in this world. That's the fullness of life. You know, we're, we're experiencing life. God wants us to have life in abundance here, but, you know, when we're, uh, when we're with God in heaven, that is the fullness, the abundant life he, that he has for us, so. Right. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing, Maria. We appreciate it. Okay, Gail is up next in Wisconsin on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Gail. Hi, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Did you want to share your story? Yeah, first time caller, too, so just bear with me. Okay, sure. It's a kind of a for-the-moment thing. I figured I'd give you guys a call. Um, It's it's too too, um, close. To exam, I mean exactly what you guys are saying with the with the um, grieving to to gratefulness because my mom she had just passed this past September on um, Mary's feast day mm-hmm. and um, you know my mom was very close with Mary her whole life she's 85 and she's from Bogota Colombia and she um, she's been through a lot in her life before she even came to this country. Um, it, uh, she was through the revolution when she was younger, and she made it through that. And I mean, the story can just go on and on. But the the point is, is that she's um, an incredible woman. We've been best friends. I've three older brothers, um, but my relationship with my mom has always been extremely close. I'm the youngest um, of of three older brothers, and um, I just have a disabled son. It's now twenty. And uh, my dad and my mom helped raise him. And um, he's got autism. And he had uh, learned and grew, uh, learned a lot from her and grew um, with the Catholic faith um, because of my parents. They, they also got me back with the church as well during this time of my son's 20 years. And um, my six years ago, my son's dad, my husband, he had left us. Um, I'm, just out of the blue, out of 17 years of marriage. And he had, um, right when we were going to get married in this church, because that's when I had was finding out, like, what we were doing was right, because I was no, I didn't know about it. And to make a long story short, he had um, left us with divorce, um, but still came around to see my son a couple hours a week. Well, just after my mom died last September, he um, decided to go back to the state where he's from and just up and left and my son has been completely devastated not only did he lose his best friend his grandmom but then a month later he loses his dad too um and now like never doesn't really call or anything um and i've been trying my hardest to keep my dad 
My dad was married for 58 years to my mom. And I've been trying my hardest to keep these two going and keep being strong. So I've been dealing with my grief with my pastor. I've been going to confession. I've been trying to do the best uh, morning on the side as I possibly can to keep these two going because there's no other family coming around to help us. None and no friends. So um, that's a long story why I'm not going to get into that. But my, um, my, my gratefulness came a lot faster because my grieving was short-lived. Um, I didn't really feel so sad when my mom passed. It was more of I was, I was just so happy and so, so grateful that I got to know such a wonderful, strong woman. There's nobody like her in the world. She's just so, she's so, um, so rich with love for everybody. There's not an ounce of hate in her, you know. And um, she's taught me so much. Just even just living with her, she helped me raise my son because you know his dad wasn't around that much. Um, even then, when we were married. So, um, you know, I, um, I and that's how I've been keeping my dad and my and my son going. Is every day I keep talking to them, saying, "Hey, you guys, I understand that you're sad, but you know, you you've got to you've got to think so many reasons why you got to think of of the happy times. Think of the things that she has taught you. Um, you know, Dad, think of the kind of person you became in 58 years of marriage. You know, I mean, we've got to think about the, there's way more positive things that 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 there is the the, the, the grieving part. You know. I mean, we all got a, a, a long time to, 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 to get to know her and to, and to um, you know, get what she had to give to us um, and absorb it and become the great people that we are because of her, yeah. you know. And, and I know that's helped my father, and I know that's helped my son, and, um, and it's helped me. And because I, I've been grieving um, the, my past, my, my priest um, says to me, I know, I, I, you're a wonderful person. I don't know how you do it. You know, being so close with your mom like you were, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, you're, every time I talk to you about it, you're so positive and happy and you keep them going. Gail, you hear the music there. We're about to end the show. Would you, do you want to give us your mother's first name? If not, we'll put her in the book oh, yeah. anyway. Oh, yep, yep, okay. yep. Sir. It's, her, it's Carmen. Carmen. Carmen, okay. Beautiful. Carmen is in the book, along with you, Gail, and mm-hmm. everybody else that you mentioned, you know, you've been through some tough things, but you said you were more happy when your mother died. You sound, It sounded like she was absolutely an amazing woman who had an incredible impact on everyone she met. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Thanks, you guys. You did a great job today, the Take-Two family. Thank you to the show team tomorrow. We're going to talk about is anything private anymore? That's tomorrow. Until then... Have a beautiful and blessed day. Uh, We ask uh, for the feast day today, the feast of the chair of St. Peter the Apostle. Pray for us.